Days of Dragon Con, the podcast that John lets me record all by myself because real life can suck. Um, it's hey, this is Lee, and John was going to be here tonight, but real life sometimes just jumps in, and that's how we pay mortgages and keep the lights on and feed ourselves. So it's important. Um, really want to thank everybody who has been sharing our podcast. We've gotten a lot of new people who are tell, uh, listening to us and also saying thank you for this. So yeah, thank you for listening. And you're welcome that we love doing this. But I wanted to say we have, uh, some people are also telling us of things that are they are doing at Con, And we have Tug, who is the social media coordinator for Werewolf Atlanta. We've made jokes in the past about werewolf being like, don't play werewolf on the floor. Don't play werewolf in the halls. It's fine to play werewolf at Dragon Con. Just don't do it where people are walking or in an area that they're telling you not to do any kind of things like that. But the um, Werewolf Atlanta group is doing ultimate. They run a social deception gaming and an ultimate werewolf at Dragon Con. They'll be on the 14th floor of the Westin through Thursday to Sunday and going to have some amazing prize giveaways and tournaments. And if you are interested in it, the best way to find them is on Facebook and they are werewolf, one word, regular werewolf, ATL. They have their Facebook page, werewolf ATL, and you can go and look for them. And just want to say this also, if anybody else is doing something like this, you're doing a tournament, you're doing a concert that maybe you want to make sure everybody knows about, you're doing, I can't even think of anything. Hey, you're doing a LARP. Who knows? Drop us a line. We're on Facebook at 50 Days of Dragon Con. We are on Twitter. We have an email. You know how to get us. It's all listed in there on the feed for the podcast. So thanks a lot. And we'd love to, love to, love to give you some free pimpage and somebody else who probably doesn't need any free pimpage or social media support is our guest tonight because she is full, awesomely full for this year's Dragon Con. And that's Kelly, the director of American Sci-Fi. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? You are full. But that's oh, yeah, we are not <laughs> complaining about that full. No, no. no. Uh, in fact, you know, it's, we do it every year. It's like, oh, things are a little bit th- thin this year. Oh, it'll be an easy year. Yay. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's yeah. Nope. And that's good. We love that there are so many guests and so many professionals who want to come to Dragon Con. Absolutely. So, the, I, it's the embarrassment of, Yeah. The embarrassment of riches sometimes is absolutely wonderful. And mm-hmm. but you guys, you just had a whole lot of black lightning added that is so cool but it's so making you so busy i'm betting 
Oh yeah. Well, it's nice because they actually shoot in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. they're like a hometown crowd there. So it definitely uh, was really great when they want to drop in and they have connections and they've been doing a lot of things. And so it's really, really good to have them show up and, and be able to connect with people there too. That is awesome. And um, I think also you got some a Riverdale guest or some Riverdale guests. Right now it's A, but you ah. know, as well as I do, they know. often don't like to do just one. So mm-hmm. I, I I don't know anything because we never no, do. No, we don't know anything. <laughs> right. We, we do not have any inside dirt. And remember, this right. is not an official Dragon Con podcast. But yeah. Yes. But, so we get to find out when everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And, so, we're, and we're not on Facebook every day. You never know. Sorry. Yeah. So go, I'm sorry. What was that, Kelly? No, I was just, yeah. So uh, my experience tells me there might be more, but there's no guarantee. But, you know, it should be very good. We've never had a Riverdale guest before. And mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of fans that really like it because it, it's just very different. But yet it's still from Archie, of course. Uh, but they've taken it to a very extreme <laughs> level. Uh, a lot of people have loved the camp in it, you know, and just how over the top it is. So I'm sure it'll be... Uh, some different perspective on some of this stuff. Well, and I mean nothing against Mr. Sprouse, who is on the show, but my son grew up during the period when the sweet life of, uh, was it Zach and Cody, whoever they were, the Sprouse twins was on. And I used to be like, oh, if I have to watch seven more of those in a row, because they would do them in blocks, mm-hmm. like at a time. And my son would just sit there staring at it when he was six years old and it'd be like okay get up from the tv so yeah i have a little bit of a oh man it's another sprouse on tv but he does not look anything like he used to and that little bucket hat is still rather cute on him so yes it's awesome (laughs) cool now what else are you doing this year i mean you got an embarrassment of riches of guests so the best idea of people is to look at the app and see who it is. And I'm going to bet American sci-fi is there. <laughs> so, but yeah, yes. who, what, do, what are some of your embarrassments that you want to tell us about? Um, well, I love the fact that we have expanse guests coming again. Mm-hmm. We have uh, different people than we had last year. So it should be really good to have a different perspective. Um, and they're always really interesting because they, they really get into their fascinated with the science just as much as many fans are so mm-hmm. they love bringing up you know how they really try to work on that so uh they're going to even be doing a science of the expanse panel Ooh, so that's very be cool yeah that's awesome. uh we've got uh we've got big names we've got zach levi with shazam coming of course yes and uh, i know you have dealt with him but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And we've got uh, the young man who is Billy Batson. So, uh, you know, we have a small collective of them coming. Mm-hmm. So it should be really interesting to hear some of that perspective as well. So I'm really glad Zachary White is coming back to the con too. Yes, he was a wonderful guest. Uh, he talks about, he will talk about or answer any questions about any of his properties during an, a, his Q&A. So, so he's a great He's a great guest. I'm glad he's coming back too. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and you also convince him oh, to yeah. bring, you know, his uh, his stuff that he does at Comic Con out to here. That would be the bomb. Yeah. Well, so. he talked about that at one point, trying to do that. He was actually kind of trying to Kickstarter it or something. So I don't know what happened. He talked about that. What I think he was here two years ago. So mm-hmm. maybe he has an update on that. Maybe he's going to do that because he used to do kind of like a 
behind the scenes. Uh, if people don't know this, he used to do he used to do small interviews with Comic Con guests um, and bring them in and do one. It was a little more laid back, and it was a one on one or a however many on one together, just kind of as a chat. So yeah, yeah that would and be I know cool. it was often for charity purposes and yes. things like that. So you know. Very, very friendly in it. And they recorded most of them. So, and they're online. So, they are online. Yeah. Well, and as you talk about charity, what you doing for charity this year, Kelly? Well, I, I have to admit, I am not as, as good at the charity thing, but uh, I, you know, this year's charity is pretty phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I, we're doing something that we've done other years and has gotten a lot of good traction. Uh, we're doing our game show, which is Heroes, oh. Villains, and Humanity. Mm. And it, it's it's a little over the top. It's a lot over the top, actually. It's a lot over the top, which is always yeah. fun, folks. Come on, it's Dragon Con. If you're not going to go over the top, let's. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be Sunday night, and uh, we're going to, it's after 10, so it's very mm-hmm. kind of adult content. Uh, but it's, you know, the heroes versus villains, kind of a team thing that is kind of in the vibe against carts against humanity, uh, but with our own unique take. But with, you can gather if it's based on Cards Against Humanity. It's not exactly, you know, PG. So, no, not even yeah. close. Not even close. And you're doing that for charity. So are you like, uh, is there a suggested minimum donation or? No, we don't. Or just we're going to be passing around the bucket there. And if you can throw in some something, that would be great. Well, if anybody knows how Cards Against Humanity goes, you have a certain set amount of cards. Yes. Um, and while we don't ask for any money to kind of start with, what we do is we allow the heroes or the villains to buy extra cards. <gasps> oh. uh, so that, um, and and of course, villains being who they are, they often will drop large amounts of cash to make what they want to have happen. <laughs> there <laughs> so, you go. Okay. So yeah, that has turned out to be a, a pretty successful as far as that goes. and and. You know, it usually is a lot of fun just in general. That does sound like a lot of fun. Now, what about, are you doing anything? Cause you know, the Thursday is the new Friday, which actually means we actually start on Thursday. So are you doing anything on Thursday? Yes. Uh, we are revisiting our, our geek sing along that we have done. I think this is our fifth year actually of doing it. Yeah. Uh, and it has just gotten bigger every year. It's, uh, you know, all those theme songs and those things that kind of get stuck in your mind from when you were a kid from, you know, whether it's like Speed Racer or She-Ra, you know, anything, yes. all those extremes, you know, Greatest American Hero, all those songs that you just kind of like, oh, yeah, that one. I know it. I used to sing it all the time when it was on. So. And, and you just said Greatest American yeah, that'll be fun on Thursday, and it'll be in the app where it's going to be. Um, you just said the greatest American hero. I'm like, believe it or not. Yeah, I don't exactly don't anything, <laughs> but I do. It's okay. I was on Netflix the other day, and all of a sudden, I saw they had Green Acres, and I started humming the Green Acres theme <laughs> to myself. I wasn't even watching the show. I just was like, oh, the little thumbnail says Green Acres. Green Acres is. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, no, we try to stick to genre stuff because there are a lot of those things out there. But, you know, and everything like we've got some new stuff. We've got uh, like the Masquerade and Sabrina this year, Mm. Um, all kinds of different things. So it's all the way from like basically the 60s to today. So that'll be fun. That would be it is a lot of fun. fun. We we call it getting the con off started off right. So it gets you in the mood, gets you ready to have a great time for the weekend. 
and guys, you don't have to be able to sing because you're going to be in a big group. Exactly. So you're not, you, excuse me. I just hit my mic. You're not going to, nobody's going to hear you just by yourself. So it's okay. <laughs> Go and have fun. Yeah. I have one person who came and they're like, if I sing, I won't have any voice for the rest of the week. And I'm like, then just sit there and enjoy it. You know, yeah, you can bop along, along with it. Yeah. Bop along, dance a little, whatever. Exactly. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. And then, um, so what are, so what are the other fan, we're not talking about guest panels now, but what are some of the fandom kind of panels that are going to be in your room that you're excited about? Well, I, I'm kind of experimenting with a couple things. I have one that is basically, I, I think that we all can appreciate. It is mm. basically fan history in the media, where Ooh. we're going to kind of look at, you know, how fandom has affected media in general. You know, we all know about campaigns and things like that, but how they've been really changing things up. And now fans are really almost part of the narrative that we've Ooh. seen in a lot of shows. In fact, I noticed there's a brand new show coming on starting like next week where it's basically all about being fanish. And I was like, very cool. <laughs> I was well, like, hopefully this isn't horrible. <laughs> I, I love that you're doing that because, you know, I, I actually am rewatching Jericho now again, Netflix. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and I remember when Jericho got a second season because people sent in peanuts and, other fandom things like that and th that's a big deal and people are listening now which is really good and i love that you're doing something looking about looking back on when no one ever listened to us because we were the weirdos and now it's like Wah, we have the power we yeah, go to see marvel awesome. and dc movies in the theater you want our money we are very fun people so yeah Mm -hmm. So that's one of them. Uh, we're also going to be talking on basically how space has kind of been made a resurgence back. We've seen it, you know, with the expanse, with Lost in Space. A lot of these uh, shows, even the 100 has moved into space uh, mm -hmm. on that aspect. So there's a lot of those. So we're, uh, I have a panel that space is a dangerous place. So uh, <laughs> yeah, <I like laughs> we're going to look at that and, you know, kind of talk about some of these shows, touching on all these killjoys, of course, um, how they're, they've brought back space into a place to do science fiction again. Very uh, cool. Because we kind of had lost it, except for things like Star Trek and, you know, uh, Stargate. But it, those were kind of like, well, yeah. But now it's back to being a thing that they'll do again. Maybe it's because mm -hmm. effects are cheaper, or we just like it now. I, I think it's a, I think it's a little from column A and a little from column B. And there are so many people that do effects now too. You think about that. I don't remember what I was watching, and I was like, these effects for the time were really good. But now when I watch them ten years later, like fifteen years later, I think on this it was like, oh, yeah, we can do better. We, oh, yeah. we now ha we have the technology. It's like the six million dollar man. We have the technology. We can do better. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, because in fact, I know I was talking to somebody about this great old classic movie, and I was like, "Oh, it's so good. You got to see it." And I watched it with them. I'm like, "Oh my god, these effects are so bad now. They're so bad now. They're just <laughs> oh wow. It's wow. painful." But, you know, our nostalgia doesn't let us quite see it that way until well, we're confronted and, with it. And we still might love it. It's because we do. I Somebody was putting out about Star Trek, the motion picture, and they're doing like a big re-release of the movie. And I'm like, I really loved it because that was the first Star Trek we'd had. New Star Trek in years, like over a decade, decade and a half, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to the theater and watching it and just being in awe the whole time. But then now I've watched it and I'm like, that first scene of 
basically 10 minutes of just watching them pan by the Enterprise. I was like, yeah, that was long. (laughs) You know, but that does not mean I still don't love the movie. I do actually Mm -hmm. do. Yeah. And, you know, is that that much more painful or less painful than all the lens flare we got in the newest reboot? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. JJ loves that, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes, he does. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. What, and anything else? Because I love Um, these fandom panels. Those are the fun ones often to go to. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Uh, We've got one on robots, too, along those lines. I've got some folks from, uh, you know, professionals from the industry, along with some fans. We're going to look at how robots are showing up again. Uh, You know, again, Lost in Space, I Am Mother, uh, Mm -hmm. Humans, of course, and how we're seeing, uh, and Westworld, uh, how we're Mm. seeing robots come more into a new place again and how they've kind of uh, now is a viable thing to really try it out and we've kind of stepped past like data and uh, some of the others into a new form of it because they kind of disappeared for a while. Yeah. We're away from danger. Will Robinson danger. That's yeah. So it's gotten a lot. Yeah. The new robot. Yeah. I think they dropped it once just to, you know, for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I also love that you just said, uh, I am mother. And I'm like, I remember I just watched that and it's so good. Again, that's when I always say we're it's an embarrassment of riches to be a sci-fi fan right now because you can watch something and then you like kind of remember you watched it but forgot you watched it because it's like, oh yeah, but then I also watched this and then I watched this and they were all sci-fi. So it's yes. This those of us who've been around for a while, it it just mm. is downs me the amount of content we have now it really does and not just content but really good content i mean absolutely yeah i am a firm believer in did the check did the check cash yes i'm glad make that movie have fun but we have everything from sharknado which i love i own them all leave me alone to things like i am I am mother and oh, Wonder Woman and so many other things. Yes. You know, lost in space. We can go through the whole list. So, yeah. Yeah. Where they really have, you know, I've always said science fiction is at its best on fantasy when it's used as metaphors for mm-hmm. our, our own experience. And it, it's like we lost that for a long time. They were fun, but mm-hmm. now it feels like, we've rediscovered that and by doing that we get some amazing stuff black mirror you know you know the west world all these things have been touching on a lot of these things that it's just like blows my mind how good some of it is well and you can't yeah you're talking about like some of the the movies and then the pay tv channels hbo netflix or whatever but also look even at the cw you know for you know, it's I did. We looked this up yesterday on the podcast. It's been 14 years of Supernatural, which I'm like, that just can't be. It was just, oh, no, I guess it could be. But for a long time, you, you had X-Files and then some of those that kind of trickled in afterwards. And then you had you had Buffy and then which kind of during the same time as X-Files. But then there was kind of a dearth. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, we had Supernatural and a few other shows. Now, I even on regular TV, you can find something. You can find Supernatural or Black Lightning, Riverdale. We got a whole lot of them. Yeah, on any given night of the week on some streaming service mm-hmm. somewhere, there is something along these lines. And some of it's great quality to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, absolutely. I'm, the CW is like, oh, yeah, you know, they might have a genre type thing all those years ago. But now... 
I think that's probably 90% of their program. Embarrassment of an embarrassment of riches, which is just wonderful for us. So yay. Yes. Yay for the fans. Awesome. Yeah, along that lines, actually, we are uh, in preparation. Of course, there's been a lot of talk about the the big crossover for the CW Arrowverse heroes coming up in fall. Is they're finally bringing up the classic DC storyline of mm. Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they've been building this up for like literal years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they finally said this is going to happen. We know at you know around that time, Arrow is actually going to end its run. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the Arrow finale, without giving spoilers, it, some interesting things were dropped. Um, and so we're going to kind of uh, touch on the history, trying to tie in what we know about the comics, what we know about the information that's been dropped so far, and kind of trying to speculate what might be coming, because that looks like it's going to be, considering the casting, they're, they're bringing in so many people. I mean, Burt Ward from the 60s, Batman, yeah. all these people from so many times that have, like, maybe they appeared as a hero once on in the DC universe. Well, we're bringing them onto the show. <laughs> so, Yay. Yay. It yes. should be quite a, an event. It really should. So we're going to look at that a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I so love many that good idea. Things. That's awesome. That is awesome. And I do love, I have to say something that, like the flash and arrow and a lot of them have done has also been, they've, they've played, paid homage to their, to their roots. The flash brought in, um, what I, I want to call him wet ship. Was that his last name? Yeah. Oh. John Wesley ship. Yeah. yeah. That they brought him in there and things like that, which is just nice when they say, you know, yeah, we're, we're going to, we remember where we came from. So that's always good too. Yeah. Well, and it's funny with them is they brought him in, in the storyline in general in the beginning. And mm-hmm. then they also brought him back later on as that flash. Too, oh, really? Including the okay. whole old uniform he wore. Back from that's that. awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they, they're not shy about that kind of stuff. Mm. So they're, they're bringing in a lot of those things. Brandon Roth is actually going to be Superman. Oh, and the crossover too. Even though he's a character in Legends, they're also bringing him on as Superman. Go, <laughs> so, Brandon! I'm ecstatic. That's, yeah, so yeah, should be awesome. really an, an interesting event, no matter what. So it's going to evidently cross over the holidays too. So, yes. and I will bet that there might be some spoilers for that. So you might have want to be as caught up as possible before you go to that panel. Luckily, there's time and we are going to warn people, you know, we usually are going to kind of lead in a little bit. And that that panel is kind of uh, the descriptions uh, for those who are going to read it in the app will kind of say, you know, this is going to be speculation. Mm -hmm. So there's the kind of warning that that is going to be part of it. So, yeah, we're doing an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season seven. And it's kind of like we're going to talk about Agency. It's kind of like season six. You better have watched it because we're going to talk about what we, what happened there and what we hope is going to happen. And so, yeah. Yes. Since of course they announced it's the final season too. So it's the final season. And you were saying that, I think what's also great about this is sci-fi shows are able to go out appropriately now. Absolutely. This is going to be their last season. This is in, they give us a great storyline and they wrap up stuff or they leave something open-ended on purpose. It doesn't feel like, Oh, you just didn't finish it. It was, Oh, you mean to. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, I think we've, again, we remember when, you know, we love a show and then they canceled it on some cliffhanger and you Mm -hmm. never find out. (laughs) 
this was part of the deal. But now they that's actually much more in common nowadays. Mm-hmm. And so that's really nice to see. You know, we get a lot more of that tying up of things. And yeah. it's a I good s- feeling. I still worry about Land of the Lost. Did they ever get home with their uncle? So, yeah, no. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's, that's how old I am. Uh, so very cool. Now, um, so even if you, you're going to be busy. Every track oh, yeah. director is busy. It's just a ridiculous thing. But if you weren't busy, is there <laughs> something, if you had to be able to find yourself an hour or two, what are maybe some panels or some activities that you really hope you get to do this year at Drawing Con? Oh, well, um, I unfortunately had to, well, I fortunately and unfortunately, mm. uh, because David Tennant is such a multi-talented oh, individual, yes. I would yes. love to go to his panel. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, but I traded off. Um, I'm actually getting his co-star Freema from Doctor Who on a sensei panel, but I'd still love to hear him. Cause I was like, uh, can I use him for Jessica Jones? Cause that was an amazing wow. performance. He was um, terrifying in Jessica Jones. He, he really was. was. And, yeah. and, it, and between that and good omens and all these things are, oh. he has done so many things that I'd love to hear about beyond Doctor Who. <laughs> I'd like to talk, I'd love to hear him talk about Broadchurch. I, mean, Absolutely. I just love that show. And yeah. So, oh, awesome. Yeah. So if you could go see Tenet, very cool. And you said you're having a Sense8 panel with Freema, who plays Martha in Doctor Who and Torchwood. So you're doing a whole Sense8. That's cool. Yeah. And because I think it is a panel that a lot of fans uh, really have asked me for for years. Mm -hmm. They're like, can't we get the cast? Uh, But of course, I I haven't heard of them really traveling to the U.S. to do many panels. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this was a great way for me to kind of slide one in and get to talk to her and, and yeah. find out about the experience. Because from everything I've heard about, you know, the production and again, fans demanded that last season. They demanded Sensei. they demanded a good ending to it, a good right. movie ending. And they got and we got it. We got it because I watched Sensei 2. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's pretty amazing that we got that. Um, and, and it had a pretty much worldwide impact. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely want to hear her perspective on being a part of that experience and what it was like, because it has to have been different than almost every other thing she's done. Mm-hmm. That is very awesome. Good. And do you, uh, do you ever get to go? I, I might be able to do like a run through the dealer's room, but not usually getting to look at anything. I mean, I have to know, I need this and this. These are the two things I'm looking for. I some years I have managed it. My bet is this year it's not going to happen. And plus, you know, where it is, it's a lot harder for us to kind of get over yes. there. And it, the place is very busy. So it's not like you can just dodge in and out. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. And as you said that where we are, I don't think we've mentioned where is the American sci-fi track? At, well, at Dragon Con. Oops. Yeah. It, it is kind of a hidden track. <laughs> you know, um, it is in the Marriott. It is on the bottom floor, but the front bottom floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's in the mezzanine level. It's M301 to 303. And we have two track rooms that we run uh, simultaneously through the whole weekend. Oh, so. Wow. Yeah, so we're talking, there's basically panels from, you know, everywhere from 10 or 11 every day till about 10 at night. 
So very okay. So even when we have guest panels, uh, we run stuff in the track room. So okay, and as we talk about Marriott, you're going to go straight in, and then you have to go down to the well, the mezzanine. Depends on yeah. which way you come in, but yeah, <laughs> you're going to the mezzanine level. So you're not going to go anywhere like sideways or anything. You're just going straight to mezzanine, and you'll find it. Right. It's a little uh, hidden, but it's you not know too where hidden. The Walk of Fame is, or where the Kinko store is, uh, that we're kind of towards the front there. So we're kind of tucked off. There'll be a sign, but um, it is tucked off into the front of the building. So. And it's, yeah, you have cool rooms, though. I like those rooms. They're we good. were over They're there good. at one it's point. They're a lot cool shape, but that's what yeah. we kind of hopefully solve that by keeping them separate the whole weekend. So, mm. uh, but this way we get to give more stuff for everybody. So, okay. Well, see, now the good news is John's not here, so we don't have to play a game that would be painful. But before we go, where can people find more about you guys on the interwebs and social medias? Well, we do have a Twitter. I don't have a social me media coordinator like some tracks do. So uh, it does not get as updated as much as I would like. Uh, but uh, the biggest one is our Facebook page because we have uh, people who update it regularly, who let us know genre news. It's a good place to keep up with anything genre on uh, the streaming services, on cable, any kind of things like that. Uh, we kind of update everybody. And I know a couple other uh, directors are like, yeah, they, they've got the news. So um, it's a great place to just find out what's going on and, and keeping in touch. And that's just uh, Dragon Con, uh, American Sci-Fi Fantasy Media. So just find that. And there's a group there and we'll welcome you in. There you go. There you go. And just remember, keep your apps updated every day during con because something could be planned for something and then they got to move it to another room. And the app and the Twitter will be updated with that. So, yay. Know where your hotspots are. <laughs> know where the hotspots are. And unfortunately, probably where you're sitting, not the best. Just because it's under a, it's kind of under a level. It is. We, we, uh, there are certain cell services that work down in ours, not mine. <laughs> well, and it's okay because then just kind of come out and go like you're going to the escalators and then you've got this huge open area and then you have signal, which exactly. is exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's why I said know the places where your phones work. That's mm -hmm. always a good guideline in general, too. That's exactly right. So thank you. Well, so again, this was American Sci-Fi and Fantasy Media, or how did I say that? I said it wrong. No, you got it. You got it. I did get it. Oh, yay me. I just, I call them Am Sci-Fi because that's actually how you type it when I'm sending stuff to Kelly. Yes, so, that works. It works. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Again, thank you for being on. John is sorry he couldn't be here. Silly, silly real life. But on behalf of John, who is absent, Kelly, who is here, this is Lee yep. saying peace and bye. Bye. This has been a production of The Unique Geek. To leave a comment or suggestion, call us at 813-3210-TUG or email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com. Follow The Geeks on Twitter. At sign, the unique geek. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share alike non commercial license. <laughs>